Hello there. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm Colleen Klimczak, organizational coach and certified professional organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, a weekly accountability and productivity session through professional speaking, blogging, and podcasting. Finish strong with me this week. Join me for Finish Line Friday every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Central for a two-hour productivity session. Drop me an email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or follow the Zoom Room link on my Instagram and Facebook pages. So I have to laugh. I just finished writing this article this morning and I don't know what to call it. So I know that my producer will come up with something great because he always does after he listens to the uh, article um, and he edits. Um, So I think my working title is Being on Time 2.0, you know, five minute increments. So we'll see what he comes up with. But that was the that was what I was pondering as I was writing this this morning. It also makes me smile because I know that this is going to drop on Halloween. So I hope you're having a great Halloween. We are going to look at different times of the day and different times of our processes that we can refine our getting out the door and getting home process so everything runs more smoothly. So that's where we're headed today. Um, So you are a responsible human being. Congratulations. You make a conscious decision to not procrastinate on important things. Also, congratulations. You have places to go and things to do, and you leave with time to get where you need to go. Aces, right? You don't like to be late, and you don't like to add unnecessary stress to your or anyone else's day. Rock on. However, sometimes you still run late, or you get stressed. And here's the thing, you can still be an amazing and responsible human being and still occasionally run late, right? No judgment. But you know what gives, okay? And so at an event last week, a person asked me exactly that question. They do all the right things. They pay attention to their calendar, their schedules. They respect their own time and other people's time. They have a realistic time estimate of how long their regular commutes take. They allot the proper amount of time to get where they're going, right? They are jamming. This is all great news. But they mentioned that even for the event that we were both attending that day, having left the office with what they considered plenty of time to get where they were going, they still felt like they were running late and made it just on time. So there were clearly still snags in their process, and so we chatted some more. The obvious fix could be adding in a few minutes extra for just in case, like just in case they got stopped by a coworker in the hallway, but they already do that even. So I asked a few more questions. Since they had already conquered so many stumbles with planning and respect and awareness, because they were arriving with no time to spare and also still a little stressed. And so I asked if, when they were getting ready to leave to come to this event we were both at, if they had factored in the extra two or three minutes that we all need as transition time. And the answer to that was no. You know, 
the not necessarily stand up and immediately leave the office part, but the three to four minutes of small tasks that they might need to complete between the standing up part and the leaving the office part. For example, taking their phone off the charger and putting it in their pocket, making sure that they have their ID and their key fob so they can get back into their office. Maybe it's checking the outside temperature on the weather app to determine if they need to go back and grab their jacket or glancing out the window and running back for an umbrella. Of course, there's also the getting almost to the door and then taking the moment to log off their computer because they need to safely do that because they work in a shared workspace and they need to be safe and responsible. Maybe they're like me and they need to find their glasses or their sunglasses. You know, the the pat the pockets sequence. Do you know what I mean by that? When you're patting your pockets and making sure that you've got your stuff in your front pocket or back pocket or, you know, coat pocket, whatever that is. A client of mine also called it the floss and gloss. That was her last minute process, last minute habit of checking her look in the mirror before she left the house, checking her smile, making sure that she didn't need to floss and putting on some lip gloss, right? So whatever that is for you, you know, phone, keys, glasses, all of those things still take a few minutes. And if we aren't factoring in those few minutes, we are setting ourselves up to fail. And it's not even necessarily other people distracting them at this point, but it's the recognizing that very often standing up is also not leave time, right? And we need to factor that in to our equation. In my article and podcast, Never Be Late Again, we call this the difference between load time and leave time. And also, I asked this person, what if this person was going to walk across campus with a friend, and now they have to wait for their friends, pat the pockets and log off sequence. The first suggestion then for this person to arrive on time and stress less is to be aware of what those leaving the office tasks are and how long they take and factor those few extra minutes into their commute time. The second suggestion I had for this person to get better at leaving and arriving on time and stressing less is to take a few well-placed minutes at the end of their trip too. And I called this the ambulance driver analogy in a recent podcast and article. But here is how it played out just yesterday at my desk. We went to the Bears game yesterday. It was a beautiful day on the lakefront, a great day for a football game, And most notably, the Bears won. I think they should thank me. Obviously, I was their lucky charm since I don't normally go to the games, but they won yesterday. Anyway, security has special bag requirements, so I carried my needed items, like my ID, a credit card, a few bucks, lip balm, car key, right? I carried those in my pocket, the usual. And when I got home, everything came out of my pocket and into a pile on my desk that's right by the door before I changed my clothes and grabbed a glass of water. And within a few minutes, I sat down at my desk and I filed all the things. I put away my ID and cash and credit card in my wallet. I put my wallet back in my purse. I put my key back on the key ring and I clipped that to my purse as well. 
sunglasses and lip balm back in the front pocket. And if I do all of these steps consistently and I trust the process, I don't have to add the 10 minutes of, you know, panicked scramble to find my car keys to my leaving the house next time process. So five minutes extra before we go and just a few minutes when we get home can make every transition go more smoothly. Next up, I want to talk about the five minutes dedicated to, I don't know, hidden time thieves. So this suggestion is inspired by a different conversation I had at the same event. I was chatting with a fellow presenter about mom time um, because we do not live in a perfect world and sometimes things as moms uh, go awry. I should just call it parent time, I think. But we were discussing planning for her child's doctor appointment and how if the appointment is at 10 a.m. and it takes five minutes to get there and five minutes to park and walk in, we still need to head out the door 30 minutes before because someone will always have forgotten something and need to run back in the house for it. Or there are always forms to fill out. Or it's only one floor and you could take the stairs more quickly, but the kids love to ride the elevator and often fight over who gets to push the button, of course. And doctor appointments are stressful enough without also running late for them. So we call this mom time or parent time because it happens to us all the time as parents. But it really could happen to any of us, truly. Those unsaid words as we set up any doctor appointment, always leave time to fill out paperwork or always leave time to find a parking spot. Yes, I live in Chicago. This is a thing. Or if it's winter, always leave time to scrape your car window if there's snow or ice. So realizing that there's almost always that chance that things might go awry. So adding that extra five minutes, right? And then the final five minutes I want to talk about are five minutes the day before. So I have talked about my many bag days recently, right? Like a five bag day or a six bag day. And the event that I mentioned from last week where I was talking to these people, that was a five bag day. So I started the day, bag one, with an early client appointment, bag two. I had to change my clothes, bag three, and then head to this networking event where I was presenting bags four and five. Yep, it was a five bag day. And when I say that I have a many bag day, those bags have to get packed at some point in my house and they also have to get into my car. So the bags have to get packed, they get lined up at the back door, and then I have to schlep them to my garage and get them in my car. So really, that process starts with a few minutes per bag of planning. The person, the go bag are always packed and ready, but the days I need to pack clothes for a costume change, I call that pulling a Superman. So last week I left my house in clothing for a client appointment and that was um, to help a client pack. So I needed to be able to wear things that I could uh, get dirty perhaps, or were very sturdy. And obviously that's different than the clothes that I might be presenting in, right? I needed to look a little snazzier for that. Yeah, I needed to choose my clothes and shoes and jewelry and get it ready for travel. For this day, this particular event, I needed my promotional items like my, you know, 
promotional logoed tablecloth and um, handouts and things like that. I need a bowl of candy, of course, because people stop by my table to visit and say hi and eat candy. I needed a clipboard and pens, a snack and water bottle, and I check all that over a day ahead in case I need to restock anything. So none of these steps take up a lot of time, but if I left them all to the end, to the as I'm leaving the house moment, I would be so late. The bags were waiting for me because the day before or the night before, I took just a few minutes to mentally walk through my next day and determine what it was that I needed to take care of. So all of that takes some pre-planning as well because a many bag day only works if the bags are already packed well before or at least a bit before I need to leave. Success in leaving and therefore arriving on time relies on small but consistent and quick habits around pre-planning, leaving, and arriving. Yes, we need to understand how long it takes us to get places. Realistic time estimates are essential. And knowing that there are additional habits we can put in place to make our days run more smoothly, make those more likely to happen. If we can add in a few minutes before we leave, when we arrive home, and some prep time the day before can make every transition more successful. If you would like to explore topics like this and coaching for organizing and productivity, drop me a line via email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through any of my social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram. Thanks so much, and I will talk to you next week.